welcome to the Hormones in Harmony podcast. I'm your host, Vivian Allred, former chronic illness sufferer turned trusted health practitioner. My passion is helping people to identify and address the root causes of their symptoms through my online business, Viva Natural Health. If you're struggling with confusing or stubborn symptoms that just won't go away despite your best efforts, then you're in the right place. If I can heal from a long list of symptoms and conditions, including cystic acne, hair loss, severe food reactions, and brain fog, then you can heal too. Stay tuned for weekly episodes that share expert guest interviews, Q&A, and solo episodes that are all intended to help you wherever you're at on your healing journey. The information shared on this podcast is intended for educational purposes only, and is not designed to replace the advice of your health practitioner. That said, let's get into today's episode. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Can I just ask, where is this year going? How is it almost December? It doesn't feel like two minutes ago since last Christmas, and that is blowing my mind, but it's been such a good year in in this household. Like, so much has happened and we've only got a few more episodes left of the podcast for this season, and then we're back with a bang in January. But today's episode is going to be about surviving the holidays whilst you're on your healing journey. I've had about 10 years of birthdays, holidays, Christmases that I've been dealing with health issues for the past few years, so I have that to share experience from. You can learn from some of my mistakes, some of the things that I navigated well, some of the things that I could have done very differently. And I also support my clients through stuff like this on a regular basis. So maybe a pretty good idea as to what works. And this is just my opinion. Uh, My clients will be getting more personal advice based on their unique situation. But if you're working with a practitioner, speak to them. They should be able to to guide you and give you some advice on like whether to continue with certain things, whether you can be a little bit more um, free or whether you should really stick to your gluten-free, dairy-free, sugar-free diet during this time. But with Christmas, Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, New Year's and other celebrations happening over the next few weeks, I thought this was the perfect time to release the podcast. And my general advice, so we're just going to start off with like the general takeaways, is that I want you to do what you think is best and what your practitioner thinks is best for you. Sometimes being a little bit more free is a good idea versus sticking to a plan as as strongly as possible is the best option for you. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I know many of you will be stressing over the next few weeks and have probably been thinking about this more recently. This was always something in the back of my mind, like, how am I going to tell this person that I can't eat this? Or what should I do? Should I continue with my plan? Or am I going to feel bad afterwards? Or is it actually worth me just eating the dessert and having like lower stress levels? So I completely understand if you're a bit uncertain. So I'll share it from the two sides that I see it. So side one is that you go quote off your plan for a few days. So this could be a plan that you've created for yourself. It could be a plan that your practitioner has put you on. A few days worth of different foods and a different routine ultimately isn't going to derail all of the efforts that you've made for the rest of the year. It's like when people think eating one healthy meal, going to the gym a couple of times is going to make them fit, healthy and lean. That's just not the case. But doing this like more free, relaxed approach 
might actually help you mentally. It might help you to reduce your stress. It might allow you to enjoy yourself more, eat happily and in a relaxed way with your loved ones. And maybe you have the past few years been that really strict person who has hasn't had one like drop of alcohol not one bit of sugar you've not allowed yourself to enjoy the desserts and just see how that's been working for you has that actually helped you did you did you kind of were you glad that you did that afterwards in the new year like you were feeling good you were proud of yourself or did you absolutely despise every moment of the holiday season because of how you acted like reflect on what has worked for you in the past and where you're at in your unique health journey. Sometimes you just want to have a glass of wine and chill and you can allow yourself to maybe just have one meal that's different. It doesn't have to be the entire Christmas season you eat in a completely different way. It could be one meal, one day, one week, but it doesn't have to be like the entire Christmas season. You just go completely off track. Um, So you can kind of tell yourself in advance, like I will allow myself to have a dessert when I go to Becky's house but then I'll get back onto my plan and I'll eat my normal way because a lot of people they get into the mentality like oh I had dessert so I might as well have dessert again tomorrow and then I might as well have that glass of wine and then it just starts to derail so if you can like prepare in advance what you think is going to work best and stick to that that may help you to stay motivated and not completely go off track. If you just leave it open-ended, then you'll find yourself in that two weeks from Christmas to New Year, just eating crap foods, feeling horrible. So you need to give yourself, if you're wanting to have this more freedom approach, then maybe give yourself a little timeline or container to do that in. But there is also side two. This is what more often than not I did in the past. And looking back, it kind of worked well for me. There might have been times where I was just being a little bit too strict. But again, do what you think is best. So it was that the few days of like me eating sugar, a bit more sugar. And when I say like sugar, it was still not me downing a trifle. It was me having like a scoop of um, the trifle or a piece of the cake. I I definitely wouldn't binge, um, binge eat, but... I have had like the odd glass of champagne here and there, the odd dessert, um, the like bits of gluten. And at times it just wasn't worth it afterwards. It would result in headaches, my skin breaking out, digestive pain that just ruined the following days and actually ruined my my Christmas day and my New Year's day. I just would feel uncomfortable. I wouldn't feel good in my body because I was bloated and my skin was breaking out. So I'd feel self-conscious. So it depends on even how quote, sick you are and how much you're struggling at the moment. Because if you've already done a ton of work and you're feeling pretty good at this stage, then maybe your body can handle now a bit of gluten, a bit more dairy, some alcohol, better than someone who is in the early stages of their healing journey, still has a ton of chronic inflammation, active autoimmune flows, major leaky gut, then you can see how it it's totally different. You also use common sense with that. And sometimes a few days of these more inflammatory foods can flare up the symptoms and this can take days, if not weeks, to calm down. So it may not be worth it if you have to get back to work. You want to feel good, you want to have energy, you want to have clear skin still and not deal with all of the psychological stress that comes with that too. 
it depends on what's going on. If you've got big plans at New Year's, then maybe you, um, you really want your skin to be good. And we're doing this from a supportive way to the body. We're not doing it from like a disordered angle where I was like, I can't eat this because my skin's going to break out. But if you know that you have a ton of like butter in your potatoes and your skin breaks out, then just as a act of self-love to yourself, then maybe you just be a little bit more um, diligent with like serving sizes and all of that. And you don't just completely like throw everything out of the window. You can also make healthy alternatives and you can make your Christmas dinner or your New Year's buffet like as healthy as you want to. There are gluten-free recipes in abundance online if you're following that diet or low sugar or low dairy, whatever plan that you're following. And you can always make your own dishes and take things with you if you're going to other people's houses. People love that. Like I'm hosting Christmas this time and I'm like, I'll happily do everything. But if you want to bring this and that, like the more, the better. And the stuff's not going to go wasted. And a a regular Christmas dinner. So I'm just going to use Christmas because that's what I celebrate. And like most people listening could could relate to. Um, You're going to have like turkey, potatoes, vegetables, And that's all good stuff. If you can tolerate that, I understand there are some health conditions where maybe you're histamine sensitive or have uh, lectin sensitivity and all of that. I totally understand. So again, I'm just trying to give general recommendations, but that is a pretty healthy meal. So if you stock up on those things and you can even have some healthy habits incorporated, you can go for a little walk after your meal. That's going to help with your insulin sensitivity, help to process the sugar. You can have a shot of apple cider vinegar in water before your meals for the same reason. You can have a protein-rich breakfast in the morning. So still have your eggs and your sweet potato or your piece of fruit in the morning. And then that'll mean that by the time you get to lunch, you're not going to be extremely hungry and ready to like just eat everything on the table you've already got that stable blood sugar with how you started your day instead of eating like some celebration chocolates or eating like a a big like stack of pancakes at breakfast even at the meal time at your christmas dinner if you eat your protein first and your vegetables and then your carbohydrates last so your yorkshire pudding your roast potatoes whatever you're having and then if you're having dessert enjoy it have a few bites and really like listen to your satiation and your fullness levels taste the flavors eat slowly with gratitude and after a few bites i'm usually good like i'll just want to try it like if someone's made something like right i want to try it i feel like my body is just excited and it wants to experience this and then after a few bites i'm actually good i don't need any more and in the past i have just pushed past that and ignored my body's cues and signals but there comes a point where it's like too much and then I feel really bloated whereas if I would have had two bites of the cheesecake or the dessert the Christmas pudding I would have felt good so don't feel like you need to clear your your plate and polish off like every last bite you can save some stuff for tomorrow the next day and yeah stuffing yourself I know it's like um, a common running joke at Christmas that you just like lay on the couch and feel horrible but I don't like to do that. I don't like feel feeling overly full. So I will just take my time and I'll, I know that I can eat that food any day of the year if I really wanted to. So just because we don't typically eat things like that on a regular basis, like I could just make that meal again 
um, or like aspects of that meal the next week. So it's not like the food is scarce and we're never going to have it again till the next year. You can go out and get it tomorrow if you really wanted to. Do you love coffee, but have been told it's bad and needs to be avoided if you're struggling with hormone imbalances like acne, PMS and period problems? Honestly, most coffee out there should be avoided because the majority are contaminated with things like mold and pesticides, which can drive inflammation and those feelings like anxiousness and jitteriness after drinking. But what if I told you there was a coffee option that tastes great, is organic and mold free, and also provides healing properties from reishi mushroom spores. Enter Organo King Coffee, my latest obsession. I didn't drink it for years because it would always wreck my sleep and leave me feeling like an anxious mess. But King Coffee does the exact opposite. Don't worry, it's not one of those fake coffee alternatives made from herbs. And if you've tried other mushroom coffee brands out there, I promise this one actually tastes good and is way better and provides so many more health benefits. If you haven't already heard of the benefits of reishi mushroom or Ganoderma, then let me give you a quick overview. It's known as the king of medicinal mushroom family due to its superpowers such as supporting healthy immune balance and being an adrenal adaptogen. This means if your immune system's overactive due to autoimmunity or suppressed because of things like chronic infections and you're not really sure if your cortisol levels are high or low, the reishi can help to balance things out and it promotes homeostasis within the body. It's also antibacterial, antiviral, antifungal, anti-inflammatory, pretty much everything that we want from a product. Because of its potency, I'd recommend starting slowly if you're someone who's struggling with more complex chronic health issues or is sensitive. If you're thinking, why can't I just take a reishi mushroom supplement? Good question. Organo use a patented process to gently crack the inner and outer shell, offering 99% bioavailability of the reishi mushroom spores. I also explain this as being like the differences with probiotics, the regular lactobacillus, bifidobacterium options that we can all buy readily in health food shops have some benefit, but nowhere near as much as the spore-based probiotics that I use all the time with clients. Wanting to give Organo King Coffee a try for yourself? Visit vivanaturalhealth.myorganogold.com. This will all be spelled out and linked in the episode show notes and also my bio link on Instagram. I really hope you love it as much as I do, but now let's get back to the show. I really want you to focus on mindful eating as well. So this is eating in a calm, relaxed environment. If you're at someone else's house and it's a more stressful situation, then just do the best that you can. So you can take digestive enzymes beforehand. Think of the benefits of the food or the company if if that suits. Um, thinking of yeah, slowing down, doing some deep breaths and just chewing your food until it's a liquid consistency is the goal. And also your posture. So we want to have some comfy clothes on. Don't be wearing like the tight um, dress, like wear your sweatpants if you want to, wear like a stretchy um, stretchy outfit, make sure your posture's good, you're not slumped over at the table, you, you take your time, that's going to really help with the digestion. And if you're throughout the entire meal, worried and anxious is this going to make me bloated is this going to give me a breakout it probably will so your mind is so powerful and why not use that to your advantage in seeing the opposite to be true like my body loves this food my body is so resilient and can handle this i am so grateful for this food my body accepts it my body digests it well i feel so good eating this you can see how that's just so much less stressed than the original example 
And it's the same with alcohol as food. If you really want a glass of wine, there are some little upgrades that you can make. Can you bring your own organic wine with you or have that stocked in your home if you're hosting a gathering? So it's better quality. There's less pesticides in there. There's less sulfites in a lot of them. So you are more more like able to tolerate it. There's less stress for the liver to process, like less work for it to do. Can you dilute it with some soda water for a little wine spritzer instead? Can you time the glass of wine or alcohol after your food instead of having it midday on an empty stomach? That's going to be better for your glucose levels. Can you stay hydrated between your drinks by refilling your water bottle and keeping it with you? And you don't need to binge drink on those days either that you have planned to drink. It's really not worth it. And again, we want moderation, enjoyment, and mindful moments throughout all of this. I, at one stage, had so much inflammation in my body. I had like two sips of Prosecco or um, Bucks Fizz at, at cr- the Christmas da- dinner table. And I had a migraine two days later. So for me, even that small amount just was not worth it. I don't even enjoy drinking alcohol like that. So I I didn't have to feel pressured. Like my family would not pressure me to drink that anyway, but... At the time, I was like, oh, everyone else is doing it, so I'm going to miss out, and I'd just do it anyway, whereas now I'm, like, so much stronger in my boundaries, and I would happily just have, like, the orange juice or a glass of water or just no drink, honestly. Like, I don't care about that stuff anymore. My health is top priority, and I really stopped caring what people think, and a lot of the time, they don't actually care, and if they do judge you, if they're like, why are you eating that way? Why are you not eating dessert? Why are you not drinking this Christmas? It will be a projection of their own insecurities. They're probably insecure that they have to have a drink to enjoy themselves or to relax. Whereas if you are confident and you are strong and you don't kind of sway, you're just like, no, I'm not drinking this Christmas. You don't need to explain yourself any further than that. And they should respect that. And honestly, the real meaning of these holidays is love connection and being together not necessarily the food and the gifts although I know that this is a big way that people show their love but if you're choosing to stick to your plan over the holidays there are still so many ways that you can enjoy yourself really focus on the quality time that you have with your parents or your siblings or your cousins the games the conversations with loved ones instead of hyper focusing on the food and the the alcohol side of things that's only like a small aspect and you choosing not to partake in them doesn't mean that you can't have a lovely time. You certainly can. We can support ourselves too with supplements. We can take digestive enzymes perhaps with the meal just to help your body to process because about 30% of your daily energy goes towards digestion. So especially if you're eating new foods or larger servings than you're used to um, or you're a little bit stressed about the situation, then taking an enzyme is just going to help your body and help to support that process. Again, with all of these supplements, check with your practitioner before implementing them in case there's any contraindications with medications or conditions that you have. It might be that you add in around the holiday season some sort of stress or adrenal support. There's a whole spectrum of these available. There's adaptogenic herbs like holy basil, tulsi, ginseng, ashwagandha. There's things like liposomal vitamin C, that support the adrenals, B vitamins, uh, minerals. So it depends on what works best for you. Um, you might want to take extra magnesium 
the travel may upset your gut and make you more constipated. So you having magnesium on hand could just help to prevent that constipation in the first place. If you know that you always get backed up when you travel or you're in a new environment, then taking some magnesium proactively could just really help with that. The goal is to not wait until you're feeling bad to do something. It's being proactive instead of reactive. You might want to get some binders on hand. So there's the cell core binders, which are my personal favorite. Or there's just general ones like activated charcoal that can help if you do feel a little bit bloated, gassy, and you feel like you've had a bit too much alcohol, you can take activated charcoal just to mop up some of those toxins. And with this, I have a pill carrier. I have a little granny pill pill case that I take with me wherever I go. And if you're new to taking supplements or on days like this, if you forget, because there's just so much going on, then you can set alarms or reminders on your phone. Supplements are completely fine to travel with. So if you're going internationally, just put them in your case or put them in a pill container with the labels on there and just so just so the the security team know what's what you're traveling with but um, it's just the same as medications people travel with that so don't feel like you have to leave everything at home because you're going going on a plane and organize them in advance or spend a few days before if you're going away for the week or you're hosting christmas or going to your families for the weekend then just organize everything in advance have monday tuesday laid out and you can just take them whenever you need to on the day. Last few points now. Um, boundaries, I think, are huge. And I think people need to work on this. I know it's easier said than done, though. I luckily have a very supportive family. And yes, they'll make the odd comments here and there and like laugh at how many like Brussels sprouts are on my plate versus potatoes. And, and even <laughs> the last Christmas, I remember my granddad um, was with us and you know how, I don't know if it's just my family, but on Christmas Day, we'll not really eat breakfast. We'll just have the big lunch and then we'll have like a little buffet later. But I was still eating like every three to four hours. I'd just come into the living room with like a new plate with like some boiled eggs on there and some snacks. And I wouldn't be grazing all day. I would just have like a little meal of the, the food every few hours. <laughs> my granddad would be like, God, you can eat a lot of food. And that's the the running joke in my family. But yeah, I'm lucky that I have a very supportive family and I don't like get I don't have to travel miles to to see like Luke's parents. They live pretty close close by and they're they're really supportive as well. But you actually don't have to go and see people if you don't want to. I know that that's like a strange concept for some people because they believe like if it's family, like we have to see them. I have to go and see my grandparents or my really annoying aunt and uncle because that's what family do. But you actually don't. If this is going to seriously affect your health and your mental health, then you actually aren't obliged to see people if you don't want to. And you can even leave early. If someone invites you to the home and maybe you want to go, but instead of staying a week, maybe you stay two days. Or if you go to a party, you don't have to stay the whole night. You can leave early if you want to. You're allowed to turn down invitations and do what you want to do. You're allowed to do that. And last but not least, you I want you to enjoy yourself, whatever you're up to, and really like work on your mindset during this time. So if you want to go with your partner to their parents' house, but you would rather stay at home, you can you can just have a simple switch of mindset during that time and know that it's just a couple of days out of the entire year. Think that you're doing it for them. Think of how 
how happy they're going to be to see you. Um, just know that you can take your supplements while you've got some sort of like stress protection at the same time. Try and find like little glimmers of gratitude and happiness within those moments if if you decide to like do something that you're not 100% on. And so much can change in a year. So if you're currently getting depressed and down about your health, this could be the last time that you feel this way. If you keep going with your protocols, your plans, your healing, and just take it day by day, you could be feeling so much better next Christmas. So December 2024, you could be a completely different person. That is absolutely possible. You often don't see the progress day to day. It's when you go on a trip or someone comments like, oh, you look completely different or you're acting very different now. Or you go on a trip and you realize you can like stay out all day and not have to have a nap and you can eat out finally. This could be your last Christmas and holiday season with chronic health issues. So if you can just embrace that, accept it instead of resisting and fighting and being so frustrated and annoyed about it, then and just do the best that you can to keep working on your health in 2024, then this could be the last time and you could you could not that not be a struggle anymore from the next year. And like in my family, as I was saying, so much can change and we just need to embrace and have gratitude for what we have right now. Last Christmas, like just before Christmas in November, my my nan died like quite suddenly. And a few weeks later, my sister-in-law found out that she was pregnant. And now this year, like we don't have my nan and we have a new little niece in the family. We have a baby in the family, which we've not had for a long, long time. So things can look different in that aspect too. So not only can your health change, other situations can change. You can be in a completely different environment next time around, surrounded by a completely different group of people. So I think we just need to embrace where we're at right now. So really work on that mindset. Do what you think is best in terms of your your plan, your protocol, and really tap into that intuition. I think we're, we're when we're dealing with health issues, we often completely shut down our intuition or it gets turned off when we're on certain medications, antidepressants, birth control pills. So I really want you to feel what you think is best and then stick with that. And don't beat yourself up afterwards. Just accept the decisions that you've made and keep moving forward. So we have a few more weeks of episodes left over here before the Christmas break. The last episode of the year is on the 18th of December, and then I'll be back on Monday, the 1st of January. How nice is that, by the way, that it lands on a Monday? That is very soothing to my brain. So yeah, we'll have a little bit of a break, but we'll be back in the new year, which is super exciting. I have some amazing episodes lined up for you. And just final points, I have two more spots available for one-to-one coaching this year. So if you want to sign up before January, you can feel supported then into 2024 and be feeling so much better by the time summer rolls around. And also my three-month group program reprogram is back in January. Enrollment is opening on 3rd of Jan and it includes a total of seven live calls. And the way that it's designed is that the first half of the call, the, the program, the first three calls, are very much focused on your subconscious, goal setting, um, getting your mindset on the right track, working on the subconscious reprogramming. 
And then by the time the second half of the program rolls around, calls four to six are going to be on the physical healing. Things like detoxification, metabolic health, blood sugar, nervous system work, the menstrual cycle. So this is like my dream program that I've always wanted to make. And now that I've got my training, I can support you with that. The um, program also includes a one-to-one call with me for that personalized recommendation. It's your chance to ask me your questions, get some more advice. You'll also get a personalized supplement plan to follow based on your symptoms and your goals. The community aspect is also going to be really beneficial. So there's going to be a supportive group of women um, guiding you through and meeting on the live calls, which are scheduled every two weeks. But if you want to learn more about both of those things, my root cause relief package, which is the one-to-one six-month program or reprogram, which is the three-month group, then you will can find the links to my website in the show notes. I would love to have you, whichever option you're interested in. If you're not sure, send me a DM, send me an email and enjoy the rest of your day, whatever you're up to. And I'll see you here next week for the next episode. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I would love for you to leave me a rating and review on your podcast app, as this helps to support the show and it allows it to reach more people with this valuable information. Come and say hi over on Instagram. I'm at Viva Natural Health. And if you haven't already, check out my website, vivanaturalhealth.co.uk for tons more free resources and to discover how I could support you further. I currently offer one-on-one consultation packages if you want my top-level support, then more affordable group programs and self-paced online courses. So there really is something for everyone. Enjoy the rest of your day, and I'll see you back here next week for another episode.